Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Things are hot. Happy Friday to everyone. Jesse and I are yelling at each other. Colin Coward joined us in uh, hour number a, one. I'm getting attacked on Twitter. That's fine. That's, that's it's not a day in, that ends in Y if you don't get yes, attacked exactly. on Twitter. That's true. That's true. Welcome to my world. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube. It's our uh, new channel, new-ish. It's been around for a while, but you can watch us live. You can get all the shows uh, that you may have missed. Shorts are there, too. Really, really fun stuff. ESPN Chicago. Check that out. Twitch is still up and running. It's twitch.tv. You want to get attacked, go there. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Shout out to all our Twitch friends out there. Uh, you can listen on ESPN 1000 100.3 HD2. Just make sure your uh, HD is enabled. You got the HD up yes, and running in the yes, car? Yeah, absolutely. Is that the way you listen? Yes. That's yep. me too. But I'm, I'm almost always on the app. Oh, oh that's how you, you plug yeah. in the Bluetooth? Yes. And almost listen via the app. app. Yeah. Download the ESPN Chicago app. You can listen live. You got all the podcasts there. And a new Crosstalk Unhinged just dropped. Oh, I got to listen to that one. Have you, do you ever listen oh, to the yes, Unhinged? Yes, yes. You know I love you guys. You know, I, I compared I'm your biggest it, fan. I compared it to an older car that's been sitting out in the garage or maybe out in the street for a little while and need, like, once it started up in the middle of the winter, it, like, had to, it had to warm up for mm-hmm. a couple of minutes. Once it got rolling... There was no stopping Start it. Start flying. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like the last 30 minutes was, oh, he agrees with you. Is that what he was just giving <laughs> you? walking by. He, he ignored me <laughs> and he was pointing at you. I'm listening. There's probably like, less of them than there are it's of the, fine. The, as the long as he's listening. I, that's yeah, cross talk unhinged is fun. Um, Yurko was, was the star of the show oh, this week. I don't doubt it. Is he? Is he, he mostly? Is. Yeah. I'm laughing to myself a little bit because yeah, Colin was a coward over the top a little bit. The the you know I know it was mostly his opinion, but the idea that Caleb would be like going Dak Prescott's too old, you know, going through oh, yeah. the division. Like I mean, I don't think it's that nuanced. I think it might just be he wants to go to his hometown if there's anything to it. Sure, like I'd rather oh, play yeah. in my hometown if not. Which some guys like makes it. Sense. Right, right, and look. Uh, one, one point, and then I want to get to the calls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We have a ton of calls with 312-332-3776. I understand the skepticism, whether it's coming from him or not. Okay, let, for, for just a second, just let's say anyone who would say, I don't, I, I understand a prospect saying, I have some skepticism about being a quarterback in Chicago. There are some people who would back off because of that. Right. And there are some people who would love the challenge. And I always have compared it to a cub because after 108 years, it wasn't for everybody. It took a special type of player to come here and to slay that dragon. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And I think that quarterback, whoever's going to be it, it's going to require a special type of player, not just skill set with with being able to do it on the field. I think it's going to take a special well, type of why mentality up here. When we, when we talk about MJ and LeBron, we always come back to MJ because he did it here. He toiled here with the crap around him, and then they won. Where LeBron had to go 
take his talents to Miami. Eventually came back. But I think we all like that. But look, Eli Manning seemed to be a pretty good guy in the end and a good quarterback. And he pulled some crap. John Elway pulled some crap. And they, they, they went the other route. And well, it sure, still worked sure. out. Right, they right, took right. some hits, though. Absolutely. But but there are going to be guys, and I'm not saying that Caleb, Caleb I have, until Caleb Williams or someone, that it comes from directly from their camp or someone that I really, really trust who's an NFL Bigfoot as far as a reporter says it. And I think Ian Rappaport even tweeted to somebody, Tyler, didn't you have that today? Yeah, did, let me find it he, real quick. Did he tweet Aaron Lemming? Like, why wouldn't he want to be in Chicago? Um, like Ian Rappaport believes that the, that Caleb Williams would absolutely want to play in Chicago. I I think most players would, most quarterbacks would want this challenge, just like Justin Fields wanted this challenge. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think um, Colin gave a macro look at the Bears, whether it's Colin's opinion or Caleb's, that made sense to us because the history of it all and that Eberflus and Warren and McCaskey even right now, but not a micro look because you brought up a great point. They won seven. Most teams that have the first pick don't win seven games, don't have a defense that's ready, don't have a wide receiver, don't have this, don't have that. And they do. So we can make the case for the Bears as much as anybody can make the case for right. Washington. This is, a, this is a special circumstance for a number one overall right. pick. Right. And it's easy to look at Detroit now and say how good they were. But just a couple of years ago, they were, again, the same old Lions. And they turned it around. And it took a special type of player to do it. And the C.J. Stroud, people forget how bad they were just a year ago. Yeah. So... I, I think there are uh, there's a certain athlete who would enjoy being one of one. There's never been a guy like just like there are some athletes who don't like playing in Michael Jordan's shadow mm-hmm. and trying to fill his shoes. This there's nobody's shoes to <laughs> fill. <laughs> That's true. You are going to be the ultimate suit. You're going to be there's the no superhero shadow. here. There's no shadow. There's no shoes. You're going to be the man. The person who eventually does become the. Star quarterback here, you're one of one. You're the original. You're the OG. Yeah, my my feeling is even if there's a t- morsel of truth to some of this because Washington's hometown, we're gonna, if they draft him, it's not going to be an issue. It, he's still going to be wanting to play here, be one of one, all these things. I think this is just a fodder in the moment thing. I do. Yeah. I do. And, and, and the nuance he provided helped. Rap did say, he replied to Aaron Lemming's tweet talking about Cowher, and he said, why would he, Caleb, be anti-Chicago if the Bears end up going QB at number one? Great city, classic organization, played great at the end of the year, seems to be building a really solid foundation. So very complimentary of the Bears. Yeah, look, we could go back and we could talk about the historical stuff. We could talk about not developing quarterbacks. There are still things as Bears fans that we would look within and say they still have some issues. But I think for the number one overall pick team, it's a pretty good right. spot for any first overall pick to be in compared yeah, not, to other. Not, not, not perfect. Like Colin said, defensive oriented head coach, uh, first year offensive coordinator. So it's not perfect. Nothing's perfect, but it, it's pretty good. It's pretty uh, good. Uh, uh, Jackson in Oak Park here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jackson? What's up, guys? Jesse, you are fired up today, man. I love it. Um the what he what Colin said was super convincing to me though because I've been wishy washy on him. Oh, do you keep Justin? Blah blah blah. No, he said you're done with the experiment. He's ten and twenty eight. Move on. And if we don't move on, 
from and to Caleb Williams and he becomes an absolute star, we look like idiots again. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. 100%. And that's why even though I was 51-49, keep Justin, build a monster around him, I also made that point, and I think Colin kind of said it in a different way, if we're debating it three years later, the debate's over. Move on from him. And Colin kind of said that. Stop trying to justify it. It's just not working. I he's agree not with that. Been, he's not been I agree a, with that. He's not been a... Um, uh, a field fan. Yeah, yeah well, who, is, who the, really has been? Well, there there are a lot. I mean, you know this. Yeah, if you're, you're a, you've been no, a but if, if you're a Fields, that's my point. If you're a Fields fan, you're you should be a fifty one forty nine Fields fan. Meaning, yeah, I kind of like it, but we can do better. And when you have the number one pick, and I've said this before, I think Poles has already made this decision. Assuming there's no no major red flag off the field. Uh, Jimmy, you're on ESPN one thousand in Naperville. What's up, Jimmy? How you doing, guys? We're good. Um, so my thing is, I you know I agree with you, Sylvia, one hundred percent on this. Um, you know, while what Colin said is evidence of why there would be concern for the Bears is valid in my opinion. There's a big difference between saying somebody has a concern about going somewhere versus I don't want to. So I think if he just says the words, I think Caleb doesn't want to go because of X, Y, C, that's one thing. But when he says it out there as it's fact, you know, to me that kind of adds fuel to the false narrative that he's a diva. Yeah, and that's why. Coming on the show was so important because I do think he provided a little bit more nuance. That's Yesterday was a little bit more aggressive, I agree. Today a little bit more nuance, probably because he got that call, but who knows. Kenny in Dallas, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Kenny? Good afternoon, guys. How are we doing? We're good. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Jesse, I love you, but I'm with Sylvia on 100% on this. Uh, Sylvia, I think you nailed it. Um, Colin was backtracking, playing defense, like trying to swim out of his mess. But here's what I'll tell you, but to your point of macro versus micro, Jesse, yeah. on November 10th, the day after we beat Carolina, this, is, this shows you how much Bears football Colin pays attention to. He went on his show and said that the Bears were out of running for the number one pick and put a graphic on the screen who had the number one pick, Carolina. He didn't even know that we owned Carolina's pick. Like, so... Mistake. You know, <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And so it's just like, you know, he, he pulls out the national stories of, you know, the Chase Claypool thing. He mentioned Bayless Jones, but guarantee you he doesn't know that we drafted Braxton Jones in the fifth round and some of the other particulars. And, you know, for him to say that the coaching staff was in pur- purgatory made absolutely no sense. The, whole, the coaching staff's full. We're ready to go. We're getting some nice compliments from people around the league on who we hired and the potential that they have to do really good things with this offense regardless of who the quarterback is. Yeah, so. So, so let me say this. I agree with you, and we've said it the last half hour. I think he was over the top with his projection that Washington's going to be some great organization moving forward or team, and the Bears won't be. But what I don't agree with the caller, or maybe you, Sylvie, is that I don't think he tried to squirm out of it. I don't. You don't. I don't think he tried to squirm out of it. I think he provided a little nuance, but didn't change his mind. Didn't say, no, I was wrong. He didn't say that. Well, you didn't. That that's the pro. That's sort of part of my okay, problem. Well, okay, that, but I, because I think he did change the narrative without saying, "Yeah, I, 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 I apologize for saying two different things on two different days." Because I don't think he completely did. I just think he provide he, not anti Chicago, but would rather go to Washington. There's nuance there. There's nuance there. Jimmy on the north side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, fellas? How are we? We're good. 
I I have you have no long uh, no idea how how many times I've tried to uh, mix in Colin Coward being a stroke into one of my calls. Uh, so uh, this is just a you gift, just did. A gift from God. Um, and maybe we should draft him just so that we have him on all the time and we get to play with that little little joker. I mean, come on, guys. I I have a question. So if, if he was asked to go onto his show and say that he doesn't want to come off as anti-Chicago, was he also told, told to call the radio network of the Chicago Bears and take a dump on the franchise <laughs> repeatedly and then light it on fire and beat the fans over the back of the head with your future is dead? I mean, I, I'm just not sure. Who, I, know, I guess that he does have a PR person. Like, what's the PR person doing? They should be keeping track of uh, Jacko's segments. But, uh, no, I, it was a gift to, to be able to finally say the words. Great call, Jimmy. That's a great call. Jimmy's Entertaining. <laughs> That's his favorite uh, term, stroke. Yeah. He calls all the one. time. Perfect. Uh, Joe on the north side. You're on uh, with Waddle and Sylvie. Jesse's in for Waddle today. What's up, Joe? Hi, Sylvie. Look, firstly, I, I, can we please put some respect on George McCaskey's name? At a time where plutocrats are giving the entire of the United States a terrible reputation, we've got an owner who's a mensch when every owner's meeting puts the fans first by saying less international games, player safety first. So, you know, when a national clown calls in to attack George McCaskey, I mean, let's have a bit of respect for our owner. You know, he might like the plutocrats, but I like someone who my child can look up to. Secondly, if he's correct, and I don't believe he is, that Caleb Williams is scared of our division, then please can we stop saying that Caleb Williams is a competitor? Because if you're scared because other people are good, then you're not really a competitor after all. And the last thing I'll say, going back to what the previous caller said, if Caleb Williams' camp is using Colin Cowan as their spokesperson, then he needs new PR people. The man has spent a year winding up Bear's Twitter. That's all he does. And if they, if they truly are leaking to him, then he needs new PR people, because the man is a poison to Bear's Twitter and always has been. Thanks so much. Yeah, and and that's my fear. Like Joe's already got it. That oh, Caleb, Caleb Williams could be running away from the NFC North because he's worried about how strong. Like and like, that well, was clear. That was Colin's opinion. But yeah, that's what know. I mean. Um, like, by the way, was that a real accent? That sounded like someone faking an accent. No, no didn't it? Come on now. That's what it sounded like. I mean, you're backing up Colin Coward and you're going say, after the accent? I, I, I like that say, he said when he, Joe he, called. He, I didn't notice an accent when I was screening his call. Thank you. That sounded like someone trying to imitate an accent. And by the way, he he, he wants his kids to look up to George McCaskey. <laughs> George is a great George, He's like, a good guy, always but says, it's George funny. is a great guy. No, every but, interaction. But they, they haven't won. Right. They haven't won. Right. And they've got to win. They And, and they, they've gotten... And, that's been the biggest criticism is that he's too comfortable with stuff. And and think about, again, I think they would have won at a higher level if they would be more uncomfortable with a guy like Jim Harbaugh. Oh, 100% agree. Um, we'll see how this one turns out. I think they did a good job with the offensive staff. But with their the way they are, the way they like to be comfortable in that building. Yeah. With everybody like the Matt Eberflusses, like that's my issue with the way George has run. George likes guys like 
Matt Eberflus and Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy and, and, yeah. and Mark Trussman instead of Bruce Arians. This is something I believe in strongly, the idea of having sort of opposites that can work together in the same building. Uh, just real quick on baseball. Like, I think the Mets will be good because David Stearns kind of has that conservative thing and they got this owner that'll spend. You bring that together, it makes sense. Andrew Freeman took small market to the Dodgers. Combine that makes sense. This is what I actually worry a little bit about the Cubs. I think Jed and Tom think similarly, like like to go bargain shopping together, you know, where Thea was a little bit more of a risk taker. So yeah. I, I'm not saying it completely. Like, I don't want two people with similar. I would love Harbaugh to shake things up with, uh, you know, a, a more conservative George McCaskey. Like, I don't like, and, and a lot of uh, executives that are good will bring in people that are sort of opposite of their thinking. Sure, sure. Well, sh- why don't cause it the dissenting voice? The dissenting it, voice. It's okay if, if everyone doesn't see eye to eye. Just as long as you're on the same page, it's cool to have a dissenting voice. Absolutely. It's needed. Yes. It's needed, for sure. Uh, Cedric and Bellwood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Ced? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Everything's good. I just have a, two things to say. I'm a, I sell radio advertising. I'm a good talker. Collins is a good talker. When they talk about that um, Caleb was thinking about taking his name out of the draft, because a certain team, he still turned around after the Bears got the first got the first pick and put his name in the draft. So it's not really about the Bears. And Jesse, honestly, this is a good example of what you're doing. You can't say if Collins is wrong. Collins is definitely wrong. He won't he won't completely backtrack his words what he said yesterday, simply because he likes people to tune in to him. If I was to say, you're basically, if I was to say, Jesse, you're actually trying to not bash or put him down or say he's wrong because you have an application in with him. And if you do, he probably wouldn't hire you. <laughs> I'm just saying, guy, that guy, he likes to say things because he's just a. Te- well, I, here's the thing. If he's saying, if he made up the idea that. He may not want to play here or wants Washington to know, then that's completely wrong. He shouldn't have a job. But I don't believe he made it up, just like I don't believe Orlowski made it up. And I know you don't either, Sylvie. In either case. I don't think he made it up in either case. At least in Orlovsky, I know you don't believe that. No, no, he got wrong information. Isn't that very possible too, with Colin that he uh, got wrong information? I, I, but I, if I, it's wrong, then he, we, he deserves all the criticism in the world because he puts something out there that's a little controversial. But I don't know that he's wrong yet. Yeah, like, again, or just what I'm hearing. Like, like, I don't know sometimes if you should go with what I'm... How did he preface it with, or what he's sitting on? Is that what he said yesterday, Mallor? This is like, didn't his producer say to him yesterday? Words yeah, like you're sit- I know you're sitting on some stuff. Yes, I believe right. McIntyre, his producer, yeah. that's what he said. And, 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 and again, he said this, that he's had this for six to eight weeks, Correct. Like I thought he changes. said he said something six to eight weeks ago, but I, I can't remember now. By the way, Joel now is mad at me, the guy who called. He says, uh, uh, laughing out loud, Sylvie, I'm 100% born in London and moved to Chicago. Fake accent, LOL. That's me. That, that, that was you, you and, said and he had Tyler, a and Tyler. Not me. <laughs> and Tyler. I never questioned the accent. I did. It seemed a little fake. I'm not saying it was. 
Boy, you're pissing everyone off today. Well, that's you're pissing my job. me off. It's called hit and run. You're pissing everyone off. I except hit, your, and then me. I run. Meantime, you're sucking Colin Coward's ass. Oh, Jesus. Come on. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? No, I no, actually, I don't I think you officially could say it the way you said it. <laughs> did you dub it? I did, just to be safe. All right. Jeez. I, I looked at Jesse's face. Well, this is what I, I do at the in February. I, I drop a couple <laughs> bombs, then I take off. But you might be the one taking off. Cletus in uh, Kalamazoo. What's up, Cletus? Hey, hey guys. Hey, I really appreciate the conversation. But, man, it just is very obvious we're so emotional over this whole thing because this is our first chance of having a quality quarterback and we're at the point where we're questioning someone's integrity on what they're reporting, right? I mean, who, why are we questioning whether or not it's true? I mean, that's just that's crazy. Now, maybe it's not bedside manner for him to report it in that fashion, but that's what we do. And, you know, it's it, it hurts for us because we don't want him to walk into a situation where he has one more hurdle in front of him, right? I mean, he already has a hurdle. He's coming to us. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, right. that's what is. So we're extremely emotional and trying to get defensive for him to try to clear a little bit of that path and make it easier for him. But one thing I do want to say about, you know, Williams is that, hey, if, you know, obviously, hey, this is true. I'm going to go on the assumption that Colin heard it from him, then got a call back saying, hey, hold on. Hey, it's not Chicago. <laughs> it's the situation. Nobody wants to go to a number one draft pick because they were the worst in the league, usually, right? So, I mean, everybody in their mind, every quarterback's thinking, I don't want this challenge. This is crazy. But, you know, if I'm there, number one draft pick, I'm getting money. Hey, I could turn it around. And I think, it, you know, it speaks a lot for them to come back and say, look, hey, it's not against Chicago personally because they know the hurdle as well that we all know he's up against. So, anyway, hey, I appreciate it. Listen to you guys every day. Thanks. Thanks, Thank Chris. you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to James in New Lenox. What's up, James? Hey, guys, a uh, couple things if I could say it before I get into my stuff. Um, add me to the list of people Jesse's pissing off. <laughs> Second, uh, I heard you while I was on hold, Sylvie, so uh, I thought it was funny what you said that got dumped. <laughs> um, I do want to tell you, because you're the pizza man, you know Rick Benny's on uh, Canal, right? Sure. Okay, you know the steak sandwiches, the uh-huh. bread steaks? I don't know if I've breaded. had their steak sandwich, though. Okay, well, that's your first mistake, then, okay. living this long without having one of those. i got to try it, huh? bre- Yeah, you need to have a breaded steak sandwich, and then you need to get a breaded steak sandwich pizza. It's amazing. Really? Breaded so, yeah, steak so, sandwich pizza? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a breaded steak. It's not like there's bread on there, like, you know, the bun. Uh-huh. Um you know, but it's it's a breaded piece of steak, and then right, I guess like, they chop it up like and put it on the pizza. Breading on the steak Correct. is what you're saying. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but they they also have a sandwich. Um, so it's like a beef sandwich, just a breaded steak sandwich. But um, so I was listening to the whole Colin thing. Yesterday he said what he said. Today he said what he said. And then when he was on your show, you know, you were really putting him to it. And Jesse's just like, yeah, Colin, whatever you say, Colin. Yeah. Oh yeah, it sounds great, Colin. Oh yeah, I even understand what you're saying. And then. While Colin was talking, he doubled down on what he said yesterday. It, it was like it came from sources or something. I've been on hold for a while, so I can't remember verbatim what he said. But go back and listen, because he doubled down on what he well, said then, yesterday. Well, then you're agreeing with me in some respect, because that's what I said to Sylvie. He did not really backtrack. All He, re- he did all, today, though. Not really, because all he said is, I got a call, and he's not anti-Chicago. That's not really backtracking to me. 
He provided I mean, some nuance, sense. and I wasn't all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, I mean, you were coming at Sylvie, and I, I'll have to tell you this right off the bat. You have way more in common. You might as well be twins with Mad Dog if you're going to compare Sylvie with Colin. Because both of you guys are Welchers. So, Whoa. I mean, that that's on well, record. How, how Fredell, is Jesse a Welcher? So, I told you and Waddle this a while back. Because I think Fredell was on and he mentioned something about Jesse promising his kid something if she got something. And then she got it and he was like, no, nah, you ain't getting it. And oh, then, right, right, right. I, I said, if you get this song right that we're hearing... I'll buy you an iPhone, and it was Frank Sinatra. Like she was like ten, and she got it right. I'm like, right, I, I didn't buy and her. Then, an and then oh, I caught not? you. Oh, because she was ten. I caught you in a similar thing because I think it was like 2017. Jeez. You said uh, when the Cubs went on a six-game road trip, I think it was to LA and San Diego, that if they got swept, you would quit. And then they got swept. Yeah, and I called you on it. And you and I disagree on that because I would never. I would be. I wouldn't be dumb enough to say that. You did say it, hundred percent. Like right. if you if you can, I'll, I'll give I'll Maybe call I in did, to one of the producers and give the dates, <laughs> and I'll bet you a thousand dollars you said it. Okay. Well, well no, I'm not taking that bet. I, like, I believe you now. I think James is like the uh, <laughs> like one of our best listeners. Right. I've always known that. First of all, right. do you know what James does for well, a I got to have them good ears, so because I'm a, a correctional just officer. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say he is a correctional officer. All right, James, officer. I back off. You yeah, win. He, you yeah. win. We're gonna we're gonna put you. We're gonna I mean, lock it's you true, up. So you should back off because. All right, if I said you know, it, I it said happened. It. I I wouldn't say it if it didn't happen. The fact that you remember my daughter thing is pretty good, though, James. That's good. Yeah, I got a long memory. I love you, buddy. I love you. Okay, I'll take it back then. Just don't mess with Sylvie. I won't. Thanks, Thanks guys. Later, Later, guys. That's Bye. what I love about James. James is as loyal as it gets. Yeah, I'm not, apparently. <laughs> I don't live up to my word. <laughs> but that's a true story about my daughter. Sorry, Emily. Patrick on the Northwest side. What's up, Pat? Gentlemen, good afternoon. Uh, great show. Um, so a couple things. I used to be – a couple things I, I picked up on. I used to be a football coach. My kid played college football. And, you know, when we're choosing schools – we would talk, like strategize, where should we go, blah, 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 this and that. You know, I can imagine a family having a discussion. Well, this would be great for you. This wouldn't be great for you. And I, I think that's probably what happened. And Colin, I think, took a, a great amount of liberty with that situation. I think his father, I trust me, I've done a lot, dealt with a lot of parents and, uh, you know, coaching. Some of them can be crazy. And it sounds like his father's the one with the problem. And I know for a fact, Northwestern University, Fitzpatrick, when he's there, they used to interview the parents before they would take a kid. There's a reason for that. So I don't know. I think maybe the dad has a, uh, a lot to do with this. But, again, Colin took too much liberty, and I think there's a responsibility, He, you know, that, uh, you know, he, he even if it's all true, should he even report it? And well, I, think I, don't, that, you know, I don't know about that. If he hurts a, But, Patrick, I, I actually like where you're going with this, taking too much liberty. It might be the proper way to put this. Like, he's clo- he is close out there. Probably heard some chatter from whoever, a friend of a friend, or maybe the dad himself. And he took too, maybe he took too much liberty. I like that kind of um, vibe on that. It, it probably was too much. But he's not a reporter. He's a talk show host. So you get mixed up in that sometimes. Uh, Mario on the north side, you're on ESPN 1000. We've got a couple lines open if you want to weigh in on this topic. And then I'll give you some of the results. I did a poll question on the the story from Crane's uh, Chicago business on the uh, the stadium situation. What's up, Mario? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, first off, I want to start off by saying that I really do love this show. But 
why are we wasting so much time on this, guys? I and mean, what? at the end of the day, who cares if the guy reported it wrong, if you hear the rule? I mean, you know, if the kid doesn't want to come here, let him go jump in the lake and we'll pick somebody else. I mean, but, but I don't, we know, want to know if, don't you want to know if, if he really wants yeah. to? Like, again, like, you don't want to. Uh, come up with an opinion about him and say screw this kid, but yet he may he may want to come here, or you know he he may be up to the challenge. And everyone's uh, it's already a polarizing situation between Fields and Caleb Williams, and now all of a sudden you're creating this this whole more toxic environment yeah. just because a guy who does a show in L.A. is creating a controversy. But but who who's he creating a controversy? Who? To, to, uh, I mean, the he's not that controversy to me. Or the family, you know like I mean? you just said, go jump in the lake to him. You don't know Caleb Williams? No, 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 not, uh, um, I mean, Colin, Colin can go jump in the lake, oh, too. Oh, you're saying Colin should jump and, in the you know, lake. And if he doesn't want to come here, I'm, I'm going to pull a cap and say he can go F himself. And and we'll pick uh, one one of the other quarterbacks. Oh, they see you, you are know, saying that. Oh, it's this... kind of silly that we're yeah. spending this much time on this guy, you know, false reporting, or whatever. Hey, you know, I'd be I'd be a lot happier if you do a a Waddles World or a, or a Florida or in Ohio. Are you going to do that now? Instead of dealing, we know, hearing about this, right, this guy, this guy wants anything. Right, hold on, this guy might want me to do a baseball report no. over this conversation. Well, at this point. It's funny because um, in the middle when this whole thing happened, <laughs> after we had Colin on right away, and all the lines are jumping, <laughs> um, Tyler looked at me during the break and he goes. Hey, should we do Florida, Ohio when we come back? And I looked at him, I go, Florida, Ohio? By the way, I am stealing Mario's saying, I, for now on when I'm on with you guys about baseball and I don't like what you're saying, go jump in the lake, Sylvie. I'm stealing that. That's, a lot of, but that's a lot my of, line That's now. an old school saying, isn't I know. it? Go I'm, jump in the I'm lake? I'm stealing it. Go jump in the lake. Not, I'm, I'm not saying it's new. I'm just going to use it now. Yeah, Meller, should we do Florida, Ohio? Does, uh, does Florida, do, or Ohio. Do we want to break it up a little bit? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's an hour later than we normally do it. Yeah. We got some time and we're yeah, no, interrupted if you right wanna, now. We yeah. can uh, definitely do it. And then I'll it. update you on the poll question. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Oh. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by Finishing Chicago. Great finishes start with contractors from FinishingChicago.com. Mom gets banned from dropping her kids off at school due to her OnlyFans decal on her car. Oh, very interesting. Decal? Can't even support (laughs) your favorite websites? If you look at it, it's like an entire back windshield. It's like an advertisement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lexi Thomas is a parent at the school, and other parents say they want her to stay off of the, the school's campus. It's not just a tiny little emblem on the back of the car. It's taking off the entire windshield. Um, How do you feel about that, Jesse? 
So she has her like. Is it hers or is it just the general well, OnlyFans? Assume it's hers. Right. Why would she be promoting? Uh, it? Yeah, it's hers. You want to okay. know what her uh, yeah. OnlyFans name is? Damn right, I do. Lexi Thomas. <laughs> Piper Fawn. Oh, Piper Fawn. Piper Fawn. Let me ask you a question. Like, w- would there be that uh, barcode or something? You pe- where, uh, if you walk by it, a QR code right, where you right. could take your cell phone and then just scan it and go directly to her OnlyFans page? All, were all the d- dads driving off the road, you know, dropping the kids <laughs> off? Is that what's going on? Um, okay, so... No QR code. We're doing Florida or Ohio on that. I mean, I always get this wrong because I always pick the obvious. To me, that's obviously Florida. Like you're dropping, that seems like Florida. You know what I mean? Like it's n- good weather. You're always driving your car. You're always doing the drop off. <laughs> you're only driving I don't know. your car. You know in good what I mean? Well, you know what I mean. Like it's <laughs> only just, in warm weather driving I, a car. I, I don't see it in Ohio for some reason. I see that in Florida. I'm going to take the opposite way because I think most people would go with your logic. Right. Only fans, more only fans people in Florida. Right. But I believe that that's more embraced. Like in a town like Tampa, where you have Odyssey 2000. Oh, it's not a bad You thought. have Mons Venus. It's more the norm. It's more the norm. This is more a conservative thing in like a a smaller town. Midwest. In, in Youngstown, yeah. Ohio. By the way, there is a, a part of this story that says um, the parents want her to pick up her kids across the street. So the kids would have to cross the street to, to get picked up for school. <laughs> Your yeah, OnlyFans mom would have to pick you up. Fawn is going to... What's her name again? Piper, Piper Fawn. Piper, Piper Fawn. Piper Fawn is going to have to Boy. pick you up across the street. So I'm going to go Ohio. It's a good logic. It's good. That's what I'm saying. I always go for the obvious. More conservative in Ohio. Yeah, it's always... I, I go for the obvious. Florida. I'm going to play the percentages here because I think we already have established, as well established, that uh, Florida, especially Tampa Bay, is the strip club capital of the world. So I think there's... More adults entertainers who are probably maximizing their income via OnlyFans. So I think I'm going to play the percentages here. Go with uh, Clearwater Beach, Florida. It took place in Tavares, Florida. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Not too long on that one. I will say this story, this is brilliant marketing by Piper Fawn. Oh yeah, she's gonna get herself a little she, bit of, a, of, she, a, of she, a bounce. She's in cahoots. Is that a, is that a norm? A like, do or is that is she like an original to think of that, or do a lot of people who have OnlyFans accounts put that on there? I would think if you have windshield. kids, you may not do it often. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I do actually, though, understand some parents who are a little bit concerned about a big decal on someone's back window. Which, in this day and age, when your kids have cell phones. The last thing I want them to do is sure. be alerted of what, oh, hey, I need to check out this new website called OnlyFans. Have you, Jesse, have you gone to OnlyFans I before? I have not. I have not. Oh, it's being you being serious? 100%. I would tell you. Mallor? I have not. No. Tyler, I know you have. No. <laughs> I, I, I'm in there. Don't say it with such disdain in your voice, <laughs> Tyler. Really? This is going to make me sound old. I don't even know exactly what it is. I, I get, check I sort of get it. To, yeah, I should now have to check out Do what, your research. What's her name? Dixie Fonz? What's her Piper <laughs> Fonz? Piper Fonz. Piper Fonz. Uh, I honestly don't exactly know what it is. You, I, you follow. So what? You know. So if you go there, and and is it just like pictures or live? Is it just you it's and her in in like a, a room and she's performing for you? Yeah, I believe. Can you it, tell her what what you'd like her to do. I believe that's the premise. It's like live cam shows, and then like if you. 
donate to their page they're more, and ask for something, they're more, you know, generally, they're more willing to do it on their camera if you're willing to donate more money. That that isn't exactly what I thought. So now, you know, what did you I'm, think? Now I'm interested. What did you? I thought it was you get to see their lewd pictures. I didn't know it was live. Lewd. I don't know if I thought anything to be honest, but <laughs> Jesse's like, I'd like you to grip a fungo bat for me, please. <laughs> Jesse's going with the, the old lewd. You know, I know you're old. Yeah. He's going with the old lewd, lewd pictures. <laughs> I've never gone, though, but now I'm interested. <laughs> oh, you are? Can I interest you in some lewd photos? I might be late for dinner tomorrow night. Yeah. You show me how to throw a splitter. Oh, my God. That's funny. I mean, I we'll do see, see news stories. About only, I, I, I've seen tons of news stories on OnlyFans, and I'm like, I don't even know what that is. But All right, yeah. now put on this catcher's mask for me, will yeah. you? Here's your pop time. Show Here's 100 me, coins. Show me a spitball. Oh, my God. That's funny. Is that a rosin bag back there I see? <laughs> I mean, it's probably effective advertising, the thing on the back oh, of the oh, car. The sticker? Yeah, I bet it's effective. Like sure. I said, all the dads dropping off. Or moms, <laughs> anybody, I don't know. Uh, so here's the poll question that I put together. This is based on the uh, Crane story uh, in Crane, Chicago. That and, and this sounded like the way it was going. There was an, a Daily Herald article in the beginning of the week. That said that the Bears, I want to say what, were like $90 million apart? $100 million, yeah. $100 million apart Ooh. on um, what the tax would be, the tax charge would be on the property in Arlington Heights. So the, the Cranes is reporting that the Bears are now basically solely focused on downtown to build the stadium. And, it, and it's, it's been sounding like that that is more the case, that the city and the Bears have come together, and Kevin Warren sure seems like he's infatuated with building in Chicago. And if you know the history of him building the stadium that he built in Minnesota, the same sort of deal happened. They had an agreement in suburban Minneapolis, and then that thing fell apart, and then he brought them back Mm -hmm. to downtown Minneapolis, and they built there. So I, I asked the poll question, Jesse, on Twitter, on my Twitter handle, at Waddle and Sylvie. Are the Bears making the right call focusing on the Chicago lakefront to build a new dome stadium, as Crane Chicago is reporting? Uh, it's brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. 1,600 people are voting. What do you believe up? How do you think people are voting right now, yes or no? I'm going to say more than 50% are voting yes. It's close, though. Okay. It's, it's, it's a tight race. Yeah. Because I think there were a lot of people who were very excited about building a SoFi-type sure. property where it would be a, 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 a total entertainment district. Where not just the stadium, there would be lots of shops, there would be lots of restaurants, mm-hmm. there'd be lots of parking, there would be easier in and out. Like I think what a lot of people are still scared of is... It's not easy to get out of Soldier. You still have the lakefront to the east. You still have the railroad tracks to the west. You only have north and south on Lakeshore Drive. There's not a lot of ways to get out of that place. And building a new stadium doesn't alleviate that. Um, I don't know how the Bears are going to solve that, but 53.8% say yes. uh, That they they are... in favor of that, and 46.2% say no. But let me say, so like that's not a good number, 53%, if you're a supporter of the lakefront. Because that's that includes everybody that doesn't go to a game and doesn't care if you, you, if you can get in and out. My point being is, 
most people that have season tickets and, and, and care about that stuff would probably vote no. They're sick of this. They're sick of the way, the, the lack of um, public transportation in and out, the way it's handled, the way everyone's directed in and out. So I don't think 53% a good number if you want to build on the lakefront. Right. It should be much higher than that. In fact, I've been, I'm the guy that always says, if there's water, build a stadium because that's cool. Like San Francisco, the ball, baseball parks. Right. But even here is cool once you're in the place. Right. It's, it's cool for the blimp shots. Yeah, but it's also but, cool being in there. I like it, but... If I could be transported in there, I'd be a lot that's, happier. That's the thing. That's the thing. How are you going to get? Are they going to build like a new way to get there They've as far as to. public transportation? Come on. This is 2024. The technology. Do something te- uh, for the public transportation aspect. And I'm all for it. Where, Otherwise, do the suburbs. Where are they going to build new tailgate lots? So yeah. if they build like there's been reports, it could be on the south lot or right. they could tear down the older portion of McCormick Place, you know, that black building, the old building of McCormick Place. Further south, right? A little further south there. It's the south lot, and then there's the old McCormick Place. Maybe they knock that down, and maybe they keep the south lot there, and then they build on that side. Where where they, if Old Soldier Field still remains, or they make that like a park, where is the extra parking going to go? Where yeah, are they going to create? I, I, they I don't, don't have enough tailgate answer. spots as it is well, right they, now. I would assume they'll have an answer to that question. There's no way they can build without creating more space somehow, underground, whatever it is. Because if you're right, if Soldier Field's there taking up space, and then the new place is taking up space, I don't want to tailgate underground. You have to tailgate above ground. True. You that's know what a, I mean? Like very no, good point. No underground <laughs> tailgating. That's a that's a fire That'd hazard. Be a very Chicago thing. Yeah. Though. Let's let, let we <laughs> need more surface parking. Yeah. I, I. It's not a great. There's no great answer over there. So I. I don't know what they have. In, Unless you expand public transportation and those lots don't need to be parking lot. I don't know. We really don't. But you like? Don't you like the fact where you have? Thousands of parking spots all together for a party-like right. atmosphere. In a perfect scenario, yes, yes, that's what you. And like, if you're going to build a stadium, don't you want it to be a perfect but, scenario? I mean, do we, they, have they not addressed this not aspect yet. of no. it? Because then no. they, they, they have to. They will soon. Yeah. You, Kevin they, Warren, they would have soon. to have a solution for it if they're going to build there. If you want to weigh in, three one two three three two three seven seven six. What to watch for coming up? We'll take more of your Bears calls if you want to weigh in on the stadium situation. We'll read you to. What the Cranes is reporting, besides the fact that they're zeroing in on uh, the lakefront um, as the sole location. Um, and uh, we're going to talk to Jeff Garland, the star of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's the last season of a legendary show, and it debuts the last season on Sunday. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. That's right, What to Watch For, brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Get to know the true Chicago style. With Connie's Frozen Pizza, born in Chicago, enjoyed everywhere. Call her 10 right now. You'll win free pizza from Connie's, 332 332- 
3776. You know how to do uh, what to watch for, don't you? Yes, I do. And I have one for you. I'm ready to rock and roll. Go ahead. What do you All got? All right. So I'm, I'm jumping on this before you guys do. So, uh, Sofia Vergara, Griselda Blanco. Have you I, seen this on I, Netflix? I, I downloaded it for my recent trip, but I did not get to it. Yeah. It's yeah. on my list. It's good. It's, it's, it's raw. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's dark. It's, they don't, they don't, uh, make her a likable character necessarily um it, you know what i mean it, it, this is a true story from the 70s griselda blanca was a a drug dealer worked with pablo escobar or, uh worked with or for whatever but uh sofia vergara plays her in this series and obviously much different role than what she had on modern family but it's not it, they don't gloss over it like it's dark there's 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 some gruesome stuff in it. Uh, Jess, I think a lot of the same people that did Narcos, yes, the Netflix exactly. series yes. Narcos, have, I think have she a key role in this. So. She approached them to do this. And, and uh, it's she's not great. all true. It's based on the think, truth. Right. I yes. think so. Right. Exactly. But she's really good. She's really good. Netflix. Netflix. Correct. Sofia Vergara, Griselda Blanco. So I, uh, I told this to Waddle yesterday because I knew he wasn't going to be here for this segment. So for those who were listening yesterday... Uh, and you'll remember this because you're we're basically the same age. Mm-hmm. It was back from 1985. Netflix just came out with a documentary of We Are the World. Sure. Do you yeah. remember when of they course. put this together? Of course. I didn't know the time crunch that they had to put together the song and the video. Meller, you weren't here yesterday. I don't know if you're interested in this oh, or not. I watched not. it, actually. Did you watch? I watched it, too. The Greatest Night in Pop. The Greatest Night in Pop. And and usually, like, I started it thinking I would watch a half hour of it, and then I, I would go to sleep. Usually, I don't push the bedtime because sleep is very, very necessary for me. I, I watched the entire thing because it was so good, and it just hits you if you're of a certain age. And if you're not... It will educate you. Um, USA for Africa. And it is Michael Jackson. It's all behind the scenes. They have all the footage of them making this. It happened after the American Music Awards, where Lionel Richie hosted and won the most, the bulk of the awards. Then after the awards ended, like at 10 o'clock at night, they all met in this studio the who's who of pop and rock. Because they were all there for the awards. Because they were all in LA and this is why they did this. And they had to shoot it overnight and and record it. I don't think I knew that. And and they had us Quincy Jones, who's like one of the greatest uh, producers ever, put a sign at the beginning of the door, like, check your egos at the door. I think I heard that part, but yeah, this sounds good. What's it on? Uh, It's on Netflix. Michael Jackson, Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, Ray Charles, Diana Ross, Stevie Wonder. I didn't know that Stevie Wonder was such a class clown and someone who at times would misbehave where they would look at. Um, Bob Dylan, by the way, acted oh. completely weird. <laughs> yes. Uh, Smokey Robinson, Paul Simon, Tina Turner, Dionne Warwick, uh, Lionel Richie, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, Huey Lewis. Um, and, so they, and they interview Sheena all e? these people you gonna, for, are for you this. Are you going to do, e? do Sheena E. dirty just like oh. they did her dirty? And she was great in it. She was. She was. She, she was they great. interview all these people today, right? A, 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 lot yeah, a lot of them. Okay. A lot of them. That was good. Sorry, yeah, go it was going to be my rec too, so I'm glad oh, you really hit that. It was, yeah, All definitely. Right. I'm on it this it, weekend. It if was, you two recommend it, I'm on it. It was. I wasn't like necessarily like I, like you, Sylvia. I was like, I don't know how much I'll get into this, but I'll check it out because what I remember distinctly was 
at my kindergarten graduation, we had to learn the song "We Are the World." Yes, and I was, you know, I was like probably five years old. It had probably been out for a year when I graduated kindergarten, and so I remember distinctly the song, but I had no knowledge of the backstory of it, and it was really, really interesting. Um, and there's one moment you mentioned Stevie Wonder. This will just add fuel to the fire of Adam Abdallah's theory that Stevie Wonder can actually see. <laughs> because do you remember the part when Ray Charles has to go to the bathroom? And, he, and Stevie and he Wonder's like, I'll, I'll show you where yeah, it's at. It, it, that is funny. Um, one of the parts that, that, to me, stuck with me is that Cindy Lauper at the last minute at the AMAs went up to Lionel Richie, who was the, the ringleader, the guy who put this all together. At the last minute, she basically flaked and she said to him, I don't think I'm going to make it. My boyfriend doesn't think this is going to be a hit song. Cindy Lauper out of all of them. Think about the names that I just right. listed, but she was oh as big God. as any of them at yeah, that she point. Was, of course. And she's like, I, and, and Lionel Richie's like, you got to You got to show up. We're counting on you. Like we're, we're all going to be there. So it, it is, it's amazing. It's such great behind the scenes footage. And there's one artist who gets hammered. I won't spoil who, but you got to tune in. And it's only 90 minutes, so you can knock it out pretty quickly. Cindy Lauper, my first ever concert. My older cousins oh, took me down to Florida. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, Cindy Lauper. So well, that's a disappointing story to hear about her. Tyler, what do you got? So I had taken a brief hiatus from this show, and then I got back into it. Unco- or not, uh, Righteous Gemstones. On Max, it's, you and Waddle love that. I love that so show. So do I. Fabulous. I haven't got. Great. I didn't get back, but I knocked out like five episodes last night. And then it is also the college basketball weekend of the year: Houston, Kansas, Duke, Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky. Great stuff. I will read you some of this stuff uh, coming up from the Crane Chicago Business Report on the Chicago uh, Soldier Field, not redo, but a new stadium downtown that it seems like they're focused on and cranes is saying that they should be going public with soon and then we'll recap uh, what we talked to colin coward about regarding caleb williams plus jeff garland at 5 30 it's waddle and sylvie